Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? Yeah. Love it. Week three here. It, wow. <clears throat> Did my voice, was that a voice crack and a deep voice? Maybe it was. Oh, weird. Um, week three is here. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Dude, so what? excited. Uh, I just like, I feel like I skipped week an entire three. week of football um, on Sunday. Yeah, I know. I'm missing out. And it's like, it was like, it was like we got to taste NFL football for one week and then on, on a Sunday and then never mind. And I then mean, next week it. it's going to be. Almost a quarter of the way through the season. Yeah, and I, you know what I'm excited about? I'm excited about the Patriots playing at 1 o'clock. You like the Pats at 1 o'clock? I like the Pats at 1 o'clock because I like to get my stress done early. I'm the total I would much – I love the Pats in prime time. Do you know why? I'd rather – because I know if they play at 1 o'clock, they'll win. But – yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> what do we have, Kirk Cousins? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, Mac Jones in primetime I like bad. watching I like watching NFL games so when the Patriots are on I don't really watch as much NFL so when they're on at primetime it's perfect because well, I get to watch that's my Sunday good, ticket good, my red zone it's just then, a pain in the rims because it's like it takes up like so much I will say when they play at night I can I can listen to as much post game as I want because there's no other football but if they play at one post game is like yeah. uh, after all the games are over deal yeah, the next day YouTube or that or, night. Yeah, or that night. Um, but anyway, welcome on into the show. Uh, we got a Thursday night preview for the start of week three for this week. Um, this game, I, I think when they scheduled it, they were probably like, this is going to be great. This is going to be it great. It could be game. at least competitive. Yeah, it's going to be competitive. You know, Danny Dimes is going to be here. No, it's not competitive. So uh, we're going to break down that. That matchup, uh, we'll give you our picks for the game at the end of the episode and, and kind of talk you through um, who we would play this week and who we would sit this week uh, and and give you expectations for guys that maybe you should be starting anyway uh, in this game. But before we do, check out our website, fantasygymbiz.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcast platforms, please leave a review. Share this pod with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below any questions you may have. So... The matchup we have this week is between the uh, New York football giants and the San Francisco 49ers. Well, 49ers um, have been very good to start the year. I will say, I don't know if the Rams are better or the 49ers are not as good as we think they are, but the Rams did okay yesterday. I think the Rams are better. The 49ers ran away with the game at the end. Like, the field goal made it look like a seven-point game. I don't know why they they got in a field goal range and they kicked a field goal with four seconds left. So I was like, what are you guys doing? You're just trying to add points to make it look better? It's for the spread. It's for the spread. Um, so anyway, the 49ers kicked the field goal. The end of the game, make it was it twenty three thirty or something like that. You mean the Ram? Did the Rams kick the field goal? The Rams kicked the field goal with forty seconds left. Yeah, to make it a seven point game. It was a ten point game going into that final drive. So in the fourth quarter, it was kind of over, but Mm -hmm. um, they kept it close. They kept it close for a majority of the game. The offense didn't suck, so um, that was interesting. But 
this should be I'm, I hope it's an interesting game me too but it's it's in San Francisco too yeah this is gonna be a bloodbath I think the over under <laughs> no 48 points what do you got what do you got for the over under uh, I'm going under 48 yeah yeah I'm going under. I'm going under yeah I'll take the under too um I had a 15 pick parlay on Sunday why? I don't know. I just I keep I keep. You trying. will never win I will with pu- a parlay that's in the double digits. Yeah, but it was, I don't know it, why. So I was trying to pick every mm-hmm. game perfectly on the week because if I hit one, I win fifteen grand off ten dollars. So you just one week. You know how hard that is. Yes, though with the the randomness of the NFL, do like your best three games, and you could still get a really good. No, I see. I want fifteen number. grand. Or you could bet ten, do three three of your best games, and win like one hundred and fifty bucks. That's true, but I will bet the under in this game. I will bet the yeah, under. Yeah, I probably will too. Um. Okay, so let's break down the Giants first. They're on the road. Um. This is a very interesting situation. So I I do want to take. I mean, obviously, got Daniel Jones as a starting quarterback. He had twenty eight. Uh, what was it? Thirty one points this week. Was that right? 31. Um. Yeah, 31.7. Yeah. Um. He had 31 points this week uh, against the Arizona Cardinals. So, obviously, you anticipate and expect that to be a good thing. But they have a much tougher matchup this week. Mm-hmm. San Francisco has given up a total of, um, <clears throat> through weeks one and two, five points to the quarterback position. Um, what was it, five points? Yeah. That's Did you just say five points? Five points. A lot of teams actually have given up five points. So some really terrible matches. What? How does that make sense? I don't know. Wait, wait. San Francisco's given up oh, five points. Let me let me reload this. That can't be right. Stafford had 15. Yeah, but what did they do week one? Pick it. Pick, I mean, he didn't have minus five points. He had 11. Yeah, that can't be five points. Fantasy pros, you're failing me. Yeah, dude, you. I don't. Are you reading it wrong? Is it like five something? No, no, I'm not reading this wrong at all. These numbers are whack. Oh, I'm kind of mad right now. I wanted to use yeah. this information, but I guess not. That ain't accurate. San Francisco is good at defense, though. They are um, good at defense. You don't need numbers a, for that. I don't need the numbers. Uh, defense. The uh, San Francisco is good at defense. Um. The last time Daniel Jones played a good defense, he kind of didn't do anything. So, like we won. I'd like to say that there's rushing upside in this game. It's Thursday night, so typically everyone doesn't play as as well. So Daniel Jones might be able to take advantage of that. Um, but there's other issues involved in this football game that we'll get to in a second. Um, if they don't have a run game, I don't know how much they can put on Daniel Jones' shoulders at this point. So. Right. I don't anticipate this being a good game for Daniel Jones, and because he's like a start-sit kind of player, I would say sit him this week. But I don't know what you want to do, Rick. Yeah, I wouldn't start him either. I will say this could be a sneaky like trap sort of game where everybody hates Daniel Jones and he's going to be bottom yeah. of everybody's rankings. He's not going to be like a top 15 ranked quarterback. He's going to be everybody's favorite sit. And he could have a sneaky okay game just on volume because without Barkley, they might throw the ball like 40 times. Mm -hmm. And then he, with his rushing as well, like he could end up having an okay fantasy game just off volume. 
but I still want to start him against San Francisco oh, yeah, on Thursday night it's with no Saquon. I'm, I'm out. Yeah, yeah too on much the road. Risk. Yeah, I don't, I don't like any of that. So. All right, at the running back position, Barkley is expected to be out for this game most likely. So he's supposed to be out right now. The report is three weeks. Yeah, so he so he's probably got no shot. He's got no there. shot because it's so far away till the next game. Like, there's a chance maybe. Maybe yeah. in like week four he can come back, but at this Maybe. point it doesn't I don't think it's gonna happen. So um yeah, like for me, Saquon obviously being out, you have Matt Breida, Eric Eric Gray. Um uh, everyone's gonna go after Breida. Probably on the waiver wire. Oh. Um, and we didn't want him. Right? You're gonna have to carry this show for about two minutes. Okay. All right. I'll talk about Eric Gray. So, uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, I would look at Matt Breida. Potentially, he's not an option for this game. San Francisco has one of the toughest run defenses in the league. Um, they did give up 28 points this week to to Kyron Williams. That was more or less the receiving work that he got in the passing game and not necessarily the rushing work that he got. So, like... Breed is not going to step into a role where he gets 10 targets, you know, or he's not going to step into a role where he gets like 25, you know, it's, it's just not going to happen. Um, and then any other guy that like, I don't even know who they're going to have active for this game is the third running back. It might be Eric Gray. It might be Gary Brightwell, but either one, I just, it's not worth it. So the only guy that you could consider for this, this line would be Matt Breida, but I would, I would sit Matt Breida, uh, for this matchup. If you pick him up this week, um, and don't play him against Sanford on thir- Thursday night because that would be a fool's errand. Um, at the wide receiver position, it was it was funny because I was breaking down uh, some of these numbers from this past week on snap percentages, and I wanted to give you the snap percentages, the wide receiver position for just the full season so far uh, for the New York Giants because it is the snap percentages and the target shares among the players is disgusting. I'll actually give you this most recent week's game. The Giants snap percentages, Darius Slayton, 75%, Isaiah Hodgins, 68%, Paris Campbell, 65%, Jalen Hyatt, 27%, and Sterling Shepard had 15%. This past game that we had uh, between the Giants and... Who did they play this week? The Giants and the Cardinals. Um this was the split at the at the position with in terms of targets. Hodgins had five receptions. Hyatt had two receptions. Slayton had six receptions. Paris Campbell had six receptions. And Sterling Shepard had one. So five different guys got targets. Slayton and Paris Campbell got six. Hodgins got the third most. So it's just all over the place at the wide receiver position. And I know some of these guys are are owned in leagues. Like I would say Paris Campbell's probably in on some people's teams. Uh, Darius Slayton might be. Um, and then I know there's a, there's an Isaiah Hodgins crowd, but the only guy that I really see. Like, sock, sock, sock. Yeah. Oh, thanks for coming back, dude. Um, yeah. Just so you know, my, I, I have a bloody nose. So that's why. Oh, I, see, Hey, what pull it together. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so uh, it's all terrible, and I wouldn't start a single guy in this game. Um, and I, I don't like. I'm just trying to think. Like, would, do, do you know of anybody that has these guys? No, I think there's there's a little bit of an Isaiah Hodges crowd out there, and some people like Hyatt because he's a rookie. But 
none of these guys are worth starting on a week to week basis. Um, because you don't really know who it's going to be. And then, especially in a tough matchup, it could be none of them. So the odds of it being, uh, like multiple guys is very slim of someone putting up a decent game. So I would be out on pretty much every Giants receiver. Um, and I'm feeling pretty good about that. That's a great way of putting it. Suck, suck, and suck. Yeah. Um, they all suck. At the tight end position, we do have Darren Waller, and he's been getting a decent target share, so I think I would run him in this game, but I don't expect great things. I don't think he's yeah, gonna, Wall- I don't think he's going to go off. Waller's the only guy that I think you probably have to start. Yeah. Cuz you drafted him to be your starting tight end and he's probably a top I mean he's right now he's tight end 4 on the year. I mean mm-hmm. we'll see uh we'll see how long that lasts with uh his injury history as well, but you know he was somebody that going into the year was hyped up a lot and so far hasn't been bad. So he, he's got to be a must start, but I agree. I'm not really expecting huge things out of him. Um, but I would still expect like 10 points from him just because he's probably going to be the most targeted guy. And, and without Barkley, like he is going to be their best playmaker, I guess. So I could see them trying to get him involved, but mm-hmm. I don't expect any big, big game against that 49ers defense. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like everyone against the 49ers would be a sit this week. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Waller's the only guy that I'd, I'd start. Yeah, Wall- Waller's the only guy that I would start to, um, you know, you might get a surprise game out of Daniel Jones, like we said, but it's, you yeah, know, it would be tough for me to, to look at him and be like, oh, yeah, start him. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about the 49ers. Uh, they obviously have started the season 2-0, and and they've, they've looked like them and the Dallas Cowboys have looked like the two best teams in the league. Yep. Um, so... You know, obviously it's only two weeks into the season, but 49ers are rolling. And um they they are running the ball a lot right now. Their pass to run ratio is forty eight to fifty one. So um they run the ball more than they pass it, which is, you know, what you would expect when you have Christian McCaffrey as your running back. And Brock Purdy as your quarterback. And your and Brock Purdy <laughs> as your quarterback. Um but let's start with the quarterback position. We do have Brock. Brock Purdy, um, who has been mid in a lot of ways, shapes, and forms for fantasy football uh, so far on the season. Um, he, I just want to find where he is. Um, he is the quarterback 17. He had 16 week one, 14 week two, um, 31 total on the season. So he's been like just middle of the road against the Giants. Yeah. Are you streaming Brock? Or are you just leaving him entirely uh... off of your lineup and off your team? I think he's an okay stream. The Giants Josh defense Dobbs last week had like thirty. I was just gonna points. say the Giants defense has been brutal to start the year, and it was okay last year. Or I should say twenty something, not thirty something. Forgive me for that. So, yeah, but so far it's been really, really bad. And Purdy's the type of guy that you know he's gonna need touchdowns to be a good streaming option. Yeah, um, because he's not someone I don't think he's gonna throw for four hundred yards, but. Against the Giants, I could easily see a game where he throws like 250 yards and two or three touchdowns, and yeah, they just so, steamroll. Yeah, so, 17 and 20 point week. I think he, I, I do think he's a, yeah, exactly. And I, I, because of that, I think he's a good streaming option. That said, he's not like a top 12 quarterback. So if you have a really solid quarterback already, then yeah. don't start Brock Purdy. But if you're streaming and you, and you draft a quarterback really late, 
Or, you know, if you're like you in our home league and you have Anthony Richardson and he might not play this week, mm-hmm. Brock Purdy would be one of the top guys on my list. Yeah. I think, too, when you think about it, like if you're, if you're you know, because I know some people, if you have a quarterback that's at the bottom end of that top 12, you might think yeah. like, oh, well, he has a bad matchup this week. Like, no, just it's not. Don't overcomplicate. <laughs> Don't play games. And, yeah. But, um, yeah, the only thing that concerns me is that Thursday night game where it's just like we're two weeks into the season now. Thursday night football becomes a, it comes a slog because these guys played on Sunday. Four days later, they have to play another football game. So it's just it's, yeah. it's a lot of different things going on uh, for that. And sometimes there's a lot of underperformance on Thursday night football, uh, which is why Al Michaels sounds like he wants to pull his eyeballs out of his head every Thursday night. <laughs> that and he's washed as yes, an announcer. Yeah. Poor guy. I guess it's so funny how things happen. Like you would think announcing would just be something that you stay good at until you, yeah. you become, you know, somebody who's losing their mind, Terry Bradshaw. Oh, I used to love listening. I, I like when I grew up, I loved listening to him. Yeah. In the early like, 2000s, mid 2000s. Yeah. Like he was awesome. And now he's just so old that it, we have no idea what's going on. Pair that with Gronk. <laughs> no one knows what Gronk is saying. <laughs> he's actually gotten better but it's just funny listening to him talk because it's like he's trying to get his thought out and it's so like sporadic yeah. i'm like grunk what are you doing uh anyway all right let's move to the running back position we have christian mccaffrey uh he's a must start how what do you feel about his ability to perform in this game um what do you expect him to do I should there's say? no feelings bro it's christian mccaffrey and it's against the giants so it's a good matchup uh I feel like he's a lock for 20 points. He had 25 in week one, mm-hmm. 22 this week. Um, he Actually, the interesting thing is that surprised me is he had 100% of the snaps this week. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, there wasn't another I, running back. I there. had McCaffrey as my RB1, but I still projected Elijah Mitchell to have some work in this offense. Me too. And McCaffrey still was RB1. If Elijah Mitchell is going to get nothing or like one carry and McCaffrey's getting – 23 touches 25 touches a week i mean he might be like the old mccaffrey oh yeah yep for sure the 400 point guy 470 points in 2019 can't keep giving this man that much work but no you don't want him to get hurt uh wide receiver position we have brandon Ayuk, debo samuel um everyone else is kind of just not fantasy suck suck yeah suck suck uh (laughs) they're not good for fantasy but Ayuk uh, this past week, it actually kind of reversed, and something weird happened. And I was, I, 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 I was just gonna kind of like keep it in the back of my mind. Yeah. Um, but I'll bring it up on the show because they're playing this week. Uh, so the snap percentages in week one were good for um. What the heck is going on with my computer? Why is he? Oh, oh, sorry. Hold on a second. I'm I'm trying to like get my numbers up here, and I was on the wrong tab. I was like, why is it not organizing? Uh, so Brandon Ayuk, um, he had this this week 51 percent of the snaps. The week before was not nearly as bad. It was yeah. uh week one he had 85 percent. So I don't know if he got hurt or something happened in this game. It looks like he was questionable to return. Um, or he's just questionable this week with a shoulder yeah, and, injury. And he, I don't know yeah. what happened. I wish I was able to watch this freaking game. I don't know either, but I will say that like I don't think like like Debo and Ayuk are gonna have their weeks. So like in week one it was Ayuk. In week two it was Debo. In week three it might be George Kittle. Like yeah. they're 
it's not going to be a consistent guy. Like they all have, they're all talented enough to have their own week. So mm-hmm. it didn't really surprise me. I kind of expected Debo to have a better week this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be either guy. They're both worth starting though, because even, I mean, Ayuk yeah. didn't have a great week this week, but like week one when it was when Ayuk went crazy, Debo still had eleven fantasy points. So like, you're still starting both guys. Yeah. I think no matter what. I just thought it was if concerning I, that that Debo I mean, the snap percentage. Ayuk, yeah, his snap percentage dropped to fifty. Yeah, I don't know. Really I, I don't know if he got hurt because that would make sense. Uh, yeah, but just, even if he didn't know. get hurt, I wouldn't be too concerned because he still had six targets, which isn't awful. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not concerned but, about it, but I just thought it was a weird stat that you you maybe should keep an eye. Yeah. On. Yeah. Um. Now for both of these guys, we're starting both, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm in on that. Um, I don't know what to say because, like Rick said, uh, it could be any given week. So I don't know what their game plan is. Um. But usually, when one has a bad week, the other has a great week the next week. So I don't know. Um. But it so could yeah, be maybe Ayuk goes crazy. Maybe Ayuk goes crazy on Thursday night. I'm sick and tired of my players being on Thursday night, though. Can we lay off? No. No. Um. So I like both of these guys this week. Think. Uh, you know. 12 to 15 points would be a good yeah. median. Um, and then at the tight end position, finally we have George Kittle. He's been kicking some rocks lately. He's he's not good. Yeah. Great, great blocker getting targets, but he has four and six uh, to start the season here. He was on kind of a, like, he only had 70% of the snaps in week one, 96% last week. Are we worried? No. Okay. And I'll tell you why. What's that? This is George Kittle, his whole career. Look at last year when he was finished as he was tight end three last year and he missed two games, right? So he's a top three tight end, yeah. missed two games. So it was really, really good. But go look at his games. He had three weeks in a row under seven points. And then he had three weeks in a row with 16, 21, 12. Then he had three. Mm-hmm. Then he had 24. Yep. Then he had five and four and six. Then he had 25 and 30. Like he's just so all over the place. Yeah. Like this is what you get when you draft George Kittle. It's what you sign up for. That's why I like him a little bit more in best ball than I do in redraft because he's just so inconsistent. At the end of the season, he has uh, really good numbers, but week to week, burns you. Yeah, but I mean, even last year, like end of the season, he was better. But it, earlier in the season, he still had big weeks, but he would just have like two or three weeks in a row where he sucked. So like this is George Kale. He, he sucks, he sucks, he sucks. And then he'll get 30 points or 25 points. He'll explode mm-hmm. for like a multiple touchdown game. Um so I'm not really worried at all. Mm-hmm. And I also think this could be the week, especially if Ayuk is banged up against the Giants, which is a good matchup for him. Like this could be the week he gets 25. So I'm not really worried about Kittle and I'm still starting. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's get our picks now for the game. Who do you think's winning this one? Did we, did we do our picks last week? Uh, oh, yeah. we did. Yeah, I picked We Minnesota. both picked the Eagles. No, no you I, picked Minnesota. I'm Owen too. Why, why did you do that to yourself? I don't. So I'm two and zero in your own tip. Yes, that's all. That's not good, bro. Currently aligned. Yeah, I'm picking the 49ers. Sorry, uh, <laughs> and it's gonna be like no catching up for me this week. It's gonna be like 27 to like 14. Or I need to like get that. in the win column and stop playing with my heart. So I'm taking the 49ers. There you go. I'm not giving you a score. I'm just taking the 49ers. Um, I will bet the under though. That was that's a good that was a good little bet. Yeah, I probably will too. At 48. Yeah. That's a good line there. Um, All right. There you go. Our Thursday night preview show in the books. Be sure to use this information for your Thursday night football game. We still got starts and sits, buys, and sells this week. Be sure to check those episodes out. We'll talk to you later, guys. Bye. See you. 
Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.